Open up the mics. It's time for TRN Talk. Welcome, everyone, to TRN Talk, a new talk show-based podcast series on the Retro Network. And basically, we're just going to pick up our microphones, and anytime a topic comes up we want to talk about, we're going to jump on the air and grab whoever we can and whoever's interested <laughs> to come on and podcast with us Uh today we've got uh two guests on the show i'm jason i'll be your host for this episode where we will be talking about vhs and betamax probably and probably laserdisc and we're gonna go through the whole nine yards of of collecting old uh (laughs) movie viewing devices on this podcast and this was kind of a brainchild really not of mine it was more of uh the two guys that are my guests today and one of them is Adam from the, well, from the Retro Network. Adam, you're here. Hey, excited to be here. <laughs> Let's take a listen to this. Oh, you know that sound. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, I've got to pop open a VHS case. Mm, still fresh. <laughs> nice. Yes, I, well, um, let me introduce our next guest before we get into all this. But um, our next guest is Chad from the Horror Movie Barbecue. How are you doing, Chad? Uh, you know, I was doing well until uh, uh, Adam's over there sniffing VHS and you know <laughs> opening and sticking God knows what in the uh, in the VCR itself. <laughs> hey you know, guys! <laughs> literally, my wife sent me an image yesterday on Facebook that was a blockbuster scented candle. Oh dear gosh! <laughs> and I was just. Uh. Oh my gosh! I I just want to smell. I want to see what it smells oh, like. Oh gosh! You know what? I'm. I, I, this is not my actual podcast, but I'm throwing down a rule right now. We are uh, not going to be mentioning Blockbuster by name. Okay. Yes. Nobody say <laughs> the B word. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I hate Blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll get into uh, a little bit of that to begin with. Uh, our our childhood experiences, our first experiences with VHS and. And moving forward, but uh, I'm just going to throw it over to Adam real quick and just and and Chad both and tell the listener how this podcast all came about because it was all like a Twitter back and forth, right? Yeah, I mean, yes. Chad and I, we, you know, we like to trade some some ideas and fun comments back and forth pretty much every day. I feel like that's that's <laughs> the fun thing about retro Twitter. When I look at him, it's like awesome people <laughs> I get to talk to every day. And uh, yeah, so we were just uh, going after it, posting some photos of VHS tapes, you know, added to our collections, making some comments. And Chad just like, you know what? If you ever just want to like actually talk about this for an extended period of time, we should do a podcast and I'm available. I'm like, yes. <laughs> All right, let's we just set it up. Let's call the retro network. Let's see if they got some airtime for us. Yes. We we definitely <laughs> always have airtime for both of you. And oh yay. And always airtime for talking about VHS and Betamax. If it has to come through me, I'm always saying yes to that. So <laughs> I don't have a collection per se, so I'm kind of the outsider here. Like I told Adam, I'm I'm kind of riding in the car, and I'll probably have my head outside the window for uh, a lot of the conversation. <laughs> but well, uh, Chad's behind the wheel. Look out. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. You know what? But, if, Mike, um, if Michael May couldn't really contain me on his show i don't know what chance you guys have <laughs> sorry but it's the truth we're, we're gonna get you in the hannibal lecter get up Chad. we'll just <laughs> yeah. we'll release you 
we are here. I know these two guys have. Okay, just give me a number. Give me a ballpark number of how many VHS tapes you own, Chad. Uh, well, honestly, I've been kind of clearing them out. I'd say probably about forty at this point, but there was a point when it was like up to like, I'd say between three and four hundred. Okay. Yeah, th- that, this is interesting. Yeah, because we have that perspective. Chad, someone who's kind of getting out of the game, still has the appreciation, making some space. Uh-huh. I, on the other hand, am full in the middle of it right now. The obsession is strong, and I saw so I, I had held off on counting the number of tapes in my collection. I didn't want to have to comment to my wife when she asks. I didn't want to have that knowledge. <laughs> but I did it this morning. I have. 800 tapes oh in my, my home God. office right now crap i i don't know how this happened in a two-year time span but it's probably oh going God. to the thrift store every day <laughs> literally <laughs> like wallpaper a room like yes. three walls with vhs covers I mean, shelf space bins closets i find a place to put them all display shelves you know so yeah it's it's wild <laughs> okay, so I'm kind of in the middle of that because I have I haven't counted them. I would estimate at least a hundred oh, uh, wow. that I have, and that's including ones that I have recorded 25 years ago that are yeah. still sitting out in the garage. Yeah, um, that's mine too. Yeah, <laughs> hours and hours of Planet of the Apes movies and <laughs> the Pink Panther. But oh, wow. um, we'll <laughs> we'll get into a, a little bit of that, but. Let's start out by just uh, what was your first experience with uh, getting a VHS player, um, watching movies at home? Maybe it wasn't VHS. Maybe it was Betamax or Laserdisc or, you know, all those different types we had back in the day. Um, let's start with you, Chad, since you're the, uh, the a guest of the Retro Network. And, a- <laughs> and, and just tell me what some of your early memories are and, and kind of the aura around having movies at home sure uh well i'll be honest you know my dad was a big like gadget guy so you know a lot of that stuff we had you know we we did have a beta and a vcr so you know uh we 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 had both and we would you know always go to the video store and you know just we would rent both you know so that way if some movie wasn't available on beta we would have it on vhs or vice versa so I definitely remember, you know, at an, a very early age, renting, you know, and even recording stuff off TV. And that kind of, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into that in a second. But, you know, that certainly became a big theme of my life. Um, but, yeah, no, early on, I mean, my dad loved his movies. You know, he loved TV. And, you know, thankfully, my brother and I were able to kind of reap those rewards you know, at a time when this was really getting huge. Gotcha. What about you, Adam? Uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I feel like the uh, Betamax versus VHS somehow passed by our family, or by the time wow. we decided to get a VCR in, in 86, I think at that point VHS was pretty much you know, going strong. So we had a, a VCR for sure. And uh, what was interesting, though, is that my dad somehow, somewhere along the line, got a CED disc player. Oh! Now, oh. people know Laserdisc because it was like a mm. giant CD, you know, that was like late 80s, early 90s when that was going strong. But CED was yeah. a, it was in a plastic 
case and there was like a, a record inside basically that oh. had the information for the video disc and you put it in and just like a laser disc halfway through you had to flip it over but you would you would like load the disc in and pull out the case <laughs> and then put the case back in it would load it you'd take it out flip it put it back in like so we had like tootsie and swamp thing <laughs> and like a bunch of random movies on ced so yeah that that was kind of my experience for a very brief moment but for the most part i mean uh, VHS was a very, very big deal in our home. And uh, I just, yeah, every moment, like you guys were talking about earlier, the tapes you recorded, I didn't even include that in my total because I oh, have my bin of those as well. I got my Muppet Babies and everything else, Nickelodeon <laughs> from the 80s, you know, on my pre-recorded tapes. So, yeah, I mean, I, I was always in front of the VCR whenever I could. And even one time when our VCR broke, I just started recording TV on audio cassette. And I would just listen to the shows because that was all I had for a few months. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad I'm not the only one that did it. There was a while, and I'm not going to stray too far, but there was a long time where I would actually record the commentary and the matches on WWF Superstars. And I would, like, listen to it. And then I (laughs) – so I'm glad I'm not the only one. (laughs) Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) Wow. I remember the the earliest memory I have of the whole VHS game. I, we never got into Betamax. I don't remember having a VCR until after my parents divorced, which was 1990. Every pretty much everything up until that point was renting. We were renting the VCR with the movie at the gas station, or there was a local. Uh, rental place that had both and had a, a, a decent selection of movies. But I remember, I think it was probably around seven, eight years old. We rented a VCR and we rented star Wars mm-hmm. uh, and we rented, I don't know. I remember Harry and the Hendersons. We were renting that one. I remember renting the dirt bike kid. <laughs> uh, it's just these weird movies that I remember that we rented to start. Um, but that was probably for like a birthday that I, I remember getting that. It was the old top loading, you know, VCR, the one they used like on the Goldbergs at the beginning, you know, for the intro, it was something <laughs> like that, but that was kind of my earliest memories. And then we didn't get a VCR till later. And we had a, a, a rental store in the, the town where mom lived and we were down there so much in the early nineties. It was like every weekend, it seemed like. So that's kind of my experience. I didn't have any experience with laser discs or Betamax, any of that growing up. And Chad, let me ask you, did mm-hmm. you notice a difference as a kid between VHS and Betamax having no. both? No, I, I no, I didn't really notice any difference. Although I I've heard as I've gotten older that there were times that beta had the better quality. Mm-hmm. But no, like I, I didn't notice any distinct differences as a kid. Okay. Was there like tracking or, or something like that on the Betamax, like they had on a VHS player that you could adjust? Because I don't, that, again, I, I have no idea. <laughs> well, I, that's a good question. <laughs> You know, because I'm thinking I'll have to ask my friend. He actually just ordered one that had like never been hooked up and had been in a box for, you know, 30, 40 years now at this point. And uh, he 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 plugged it in and it didn't work. So now he is on the hunt for a Mm. repairman who can repair a Betamax player. (laughs) That's like looking for an 8-track repairman. 
Yeah, yeah no hey, kidding. I was just thinking about that because you know, obviously, Laserdisc had to be a lot better quality. Yes. Than either of those two, I just didn't know if if, if there was a difference between VHS and Betamax, which used tape. Mm-hmm. You know what? What really the 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 quality adjustment there was? Because up until the days where you had auto tracking, it was a crapshoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it would go. See, it always seemed like during the middle of the movie, you're like having to adjust it again or something. You you know, <laughs> the next one yeah. you put in, it was different. And I don't Especially know the technology. But, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was gosh. just. So, but Chad, I'm actually curious because, you know, Jason was talking about his, his local rental place. What was your rental store experience then? Oh gosh, here we go. Okay. Some of my, and I'm not even joking or, you know, making this up, but some of my earliest memories were going to the video store with my father. There was a little video store called Vidmark Video and it was in the same shopping plaza as uh, Giant Food, which is the local grocery store, and a uh, People's Drug, which I guess went on to be CVS, and a couple other like little tiny stores. And I lived in a town that was kind of like a small farm town, so you had to kind of drive like 10, 15 minutes to everything. So this was kind of the only video store in the area that a lot of us knew of. And it was just like, you know, just nothing fancy it was just walls and walls of videos and you know uh lots of posters like i can't even tell you how many free like promo posters and stickers and keychains i walked oh, wow. out oh i wish yeah. i had still <laughs> but you know going in and you know my da- like i said my dad loved movies and you know when i was uh adopted you know my dad kind of became a stay-at-home dad so we spent a lot of time at the video store and we um we would just go and look. I'd look at like cartoons and like wrestling. And as I was getting older, I would start looking at like, you know, obviously the horror movies, um, special ones with like the crazy covers. Uh, <laughs> but that those are pretty much my earliest memories. Um, I do have one fun story, but I don't know, maybe I should save it for a little later when we kind of go into specific stories of like VHS and video stores. Um, okay. yeah, but uh, it, a lot of great memories at that Vidmark video. I kid you not. I still kind of dream about that place. I could still see the layout, the boring gray walls that they would just kind of, <laughs> that were just so cheaply painted with like cheap, uh, shelving the little, uh, counter that was just pretty much just a glass counter with all the videos behind them. I guess you would like, uh, get the cover and you would kind of give it to the video store guy and he would give you the tape behind the counter. Um, I, I, in fact, I went back there last November because I wanted to do a blog entry on this seven or seven 11, this pizza hut that hasn't um, been updated since, you know, I was like 20 years ago. Oh, wow. And the video store itself, um, cause the pizza hut was in the same plaza the video store itself closed in 98. And if you go by there, whatever store is there now still kind of has like the blocked off former, um, like the, the video shoot that you would kind of drop it in after hours. Which oh, is that's neat. Cool. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. I, I feel like out. you should drop one in there just like pry it open just for old time's sake and oh. see what they do. <laughs> oh, I should have done that. <laughs> oh, that's that great. great yeah that's awesome i yeah i, I we i had you know obviously 
in the days before the store that shall not be named, uh, <laughs> I, we, we had a little mom and pop shop in our town too. This was suburban Southern California. You know, they were called video depot. So instead of home depot had your video depot. And yeah, same thing for me. I remember just like the, the brown and beige. Cause that was everything in the early to mid eighties, right? Brown and beige <laughs> and, uh, walking around there and, what I remember specifically was most of the uh, the videos there seemed to be like the Warner home video clamshell mm-hmm, style. Mm-hmm. So they were very big. You know, they all had like the same basic background, with maybe a different color. But then there was just a picture from the film on the front, you know, not a movie poster, <laughs> just, a, just a still from the movie. And the one that always stuck out to me the most was Roots. Like the TV miniseries Roots, uh-huh. you know, with LeVar Burton in chains on the front of that cover. They had, it was like like a four or five tape series, you know, because it, it ran several nights. Yeah. yeah. So for me, like that one always like shocked me. I was like, what is that? Um, but so I also remember just like, you know, the you had to get your video rental card. You know, it was like a little credit card, basically. Yep. You just had your ID number on there. And for some reason, the, the poster, you know, because like. Chad was saying, you know, they put up posters, they take down posters, but the one that always stuck out for me, and, you know, it's the reason horror endures so much in the collecting market, but Friday the 13th, uh, the final chapter, which is mm-hmm. the knife through the mask and seeing that up on the wall, I was like, I don't know what this is, but someday <laughs> I will see it. You know? <laughs> and so like that, that just I mean, it terrified me and interested me so much. So uh, that was a big deal for for me. And then we also luckily eventually had another store in town that was a bit expanded because it was called The Warehouse. The ad was, where? The Warehouse. <laughs> and it was basically like a Tower Records, if anybody knew about those. But it uh-huh. was a, a or Sam Goody, probably, where it was a music store. But then they also had a huge video rental section. So that was like where we ended up for our home movie collection. We bought a lot of the previously viewed tapes from the warehouse. And so we would bring those home. So that was another store that I like to spend a lot of time in because it was just it seems so much more expansive in their selection than Video Depot. Got you. See, up until, like, like I said, about 1990, we were renting from a gas station. Unimart gas stations that were all over Pennsylvania at the time. Uh, that's where we got our, our rentals from. There was that small other store, but it wasn't like some huge, big spectacle with posters everywhere. They probably had a few in the, the window, but that was it. I, re- I actually remember probably around 89 or 90 my neighborhood friend up the street, his dad went down to Unimart and rented major league and predator for us. Uh. <laughs> and that was like, uh, I was scared. To, and we were, this is rural Pennsylvania woods everywhere. I wouldn't go in the woods after we watched predator for like a week, <laughs> you know, it, I was so scared. And then major league, I mean, you know, we're 13, probably 12, 13 years old at the time. I'm like, looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, why are we watching these R-rated movies in 12? Yeah, but but you're right. That was super common, right? Supermarkets, gas stations, or wherever. I mean, I asked my wife about her. She grew up in a small town in Montana, and literally she's like, yeah, we had a a store that sold, like where you could basically go in and see washers and dryers 
and dishwashers <laughs> on display and then order them and they would be there, you know, four to six weeks later. But in the front of that store was a video rental section because they had to have some other side business, That's you crazy. know, and people weren't buying appliances. So I thought that was hilarious. And then when we moved down to Clearfield in Pennsylvania, there was an old Kentucky fried chicken. They converted to a video rental store. That, <laughs> I kid you not. That store is still there and still open and still rents movies. Wow. There was a guy that I, I, I must be the, uh, the same owner. Cause a neighboring town about 15, 20 minutes away, there's another silver screen video there. We always couldn't called it Kentucky fried video for, yeah. <laughs> They're still there. We live in such like hick town, Pennsylvania, that we we still have video rental stores somehow. But yeah, so at that place, that's when I finally got the whole aura of renting movies and renting video games and the whole you know rental market. And there's a poster on every inch of the wall, you know, <laughs> of what's coming up. But yeah, it, it, I didn't get that real young it wasn't until i was in high school when we we got into that you know the whole rental thing mm -hmm. well it's funny because up here you know we have a, a grocery store named uh called wegman's and apparently back in the day and this is all from my um based off my wife's reports is they used to rent videos too i guess grocery stores would rent videos like drug stores would rent videos at that time i guess everybody was like yeah. renting videos because they knew how much money they could make you know? Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty neat. And so I guess the question becomes, you know, when we you talk about like the home movie collection after a while, because you rent and then it, it kind of got more affordable. Cause in the early yes. days, for a you know, a person to run a video shop, you know, they could have like one copy of every movie because the videos were literally like seventy to ninety dollars to buy yeah. the video from the manufacturer from the studio. So like that was kind of how you did it. But then eventually it became a home market where you could literally like eventually, do you guys remember like in the early nineties when McDonald's yep. would sell you movies, Adam's yes. family, Indiana Jones Man's with your, your value meal. I mean, it yep. got to that point, which was crazy. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so what were your like home movie collections like? And at what point did those get purged or lost or did you hold on to them? That's what I'm always curious about. Uh, uh, yeah, I actually still have, uh, one of the first three tapes that I actually ever owned by myself. And my aunt one Christmas gave me, um, E.T. and Jetsons Christmas. And <laughs> I lost the Jetsons. Now that's a weird pair, but that my is. aunt was super weird. But yeah, I, um, I still have the E.T. tape looking at it right now. It, it, I haven't watched the actual tape in years, but, you know, I, I there's no way I can get rid of it. Absolutely not. But did you guys have them, like, in your house? Like, were they up on shelves? Did you have the VHS drawers, oh, no. like the wood panel ones? We like, had the wood panel drawers. Yeah. <laughs> I had, we had, I think, two of those, and then we had uh, several for cassettes as well, mm -hmm, like audio mm -hmm. cassettes. Yeah, yep. it was like a nice little tower of faux wood. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So cheap and so ugly. And they <laughs> would fall over every time you yes! open up the drawer. I mean, oh, that's so. And I, okay, so I was a huge, like, single fan too. And even for mm. the cassette ones, they're so small and you just cram them in there. And then you finally just remove the drawer 
I'll mm-hmm. screw it, and I'm just going to shove them in the little cabinet there. But. <laughs> yeah, because that's how I feel Those like we, we had worthless. that for a long time, and then eventually, like, we did just move them to a bookcase, because we are just like, ah, yeah. we don't want to hide them away. We want to be able to see it. But it was always weird, like, the mix of what my parents chose. <laughs> so it'd be like, Robert Downey Jr. in The Pickup Artist. I'm like, oh. what is this? Or Pretty Woman, or well, you know, just, like, all these movies I didn't have any interest in. And then I'd be like, oh, at least Ghostbusters 2 is up there. All right, you know, we get, like so there'd be there'd be something for me, but then eventually when I became like you know a teenager, I know like in the early '90s, that's where I started like requesting for every birthday or for Christmas, like I wanted at least one tape that was mine, and that's like where the collection. So now I have Billy Madison, or I have Mortal Kombat, or I have you know what I'm saying, like so I, I started building up a little bit, then I would start going to Suncoast Video. I don't know if you guys oh, had those yes. at the mall, yeah, like those were beautiful because you get the weird stuff there like that at all so that was exciting so but I, yeah i might be misremembering but didn't columbia house have like a yep. subscription service for yep. for movies sure did i we, literally have a brochure that i pulled out of reader's <laughs> digest right in front of me for okay. like 1986 and yes 100 <laughs> so i'm pretty like, sure yeah. mom was subscribed to that at some point in the early 90s that Mine's we were getting videos that way because it was just like random, you know, stuff. I'm yeah. like, Mom, what is this? Oh, you know, what, I, I don't know. <laughs> it had I was, to be it. I was never able to convince my mom to do that. And it, it used to sadden me because they had a WWF subscription line. And um, I tried the whole video. Yeah. Well, no, no. It was actually a Columbia House uh, oh, exclusives. And they would come in these giant black boxes with the WWF logo. And they're pretty, you know, they're 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 cheap. The tape quality is cheap. The matches are kind of not the best, but it would all it was all like match compilations. Mm-hmm. But you know, I could never convince my mom to order those, and it was always heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, well, mom. So when I guess the, the other question becomes that, you know, because obviously ties so many memories, like I literally would spend summers like summer for me was picking that one movie and then watching it over and over again. So it was like Tommy Boy. OK, I'm going to watch Tommy Boy nonstop, you know. Kids Incorporated, the pilot episode on VHS that I got from the warehouse. I'm going to watch that and memorize every song, every dance number, you know, like just oh, stuff like that. Um, so, like, did you guys have, like, the, the ones you became, like, obsessed with that you were able to bring home? No, no. my It was always uh, quantity over quality for us. <laughs> oh. It was, yeah, it was, a, it was just a matter of, okay, I can get two out at a time. We're going to get two tonight, two the next <laughs> night, and they're all going to be different. We're not keeping the same one. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was all about trying to get in as many movies as we could. Right. And, okay. and, you know, it wasn't the hugest store. So at some point I remember saying, okay, let me make my way down this aisle and we'll start getting movies from this shelf and just kind of work your way through. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, for me, my top rentals from the store were Ghostbusters and Supergirl. Like this nonstop, oh, wow. back and forth, back and forth. One week Ghostbusters, next week Supergirl. And that was like pretty much all I watched, you know, in those early, early days for whatever re- reason. The pause button got very worn out after watching <laughs> Supergirl, I I will say, yes, Helen Slater, <laughs> even to a six year old, was very alluring. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there so, okay. yeah, I, I have a confession to make. Uh oh. Um, 
in uh, in the early '90s, I remember renting a copy. Hopefully, nobody from Silver Screen Video is listening. <laughs> I remember renting a copy of L.A. Confidential. You remember that movie? Oh yeah, with uh, Guy Pearce, yeah, uh, Russell Crowe. The VCR ate the tape, mm-hmm. and <gasps> I remember pulling it out. I remember slapping a piece of like scotch tape on it, putting it yep. back together, trying it out, make sure, okay, it's going to stay together, and then back to the rental store. It went. <laughs> I knew exactly where you were going because I did that too. Oh. I did that with a Royal Rumble 92 tape. <laughs> It's funny that we can remember which ones those were. It's you know? very sad. <laughs> and this is why these stores are no longer in business, because yeah. of us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, it's weird, because, like, when you think about it then, you know, like, they, they're almost, they seemingly were a disposable type of entertainment. It's like, oh, they're going to put out the movie, it's going to sit on the, the shelf, maybe people yeah. will watch it, maybe they won't, but, it, you know, then you add cable, and you're like, why do you need VHS, it's going to be on HBO or Showtime or whatever, but not everybody had cable. But then, you know, now, years later... We are in the 21st century, and what is life like now? Everything's streaming, physical media disappearing. So why and what are we doing as we're collecting these VHS tapes? In my case, stacks and stacks of VHS (laughs) tapes. Why? Why? Um, So that's what I was thinking to be real interesting, Chad. I'm curious to hear from you in your collecting methods during your heyday, because like what, what a lot of people don't recognize if you're not deep into VHS, everybody's like, oh yeah, it's just like, you know, that's that one where you, you pull the tape out and it slides out. But mm-hmm. throughout the years, there were so many different types of VHS cases and boxes, oh, right? Yes. So like you have like what's called a big box, which was essentially usually put out by uh, the MGM United Artists mm-hmm. label, mm-hmm. which was like a big cardboard, like silvery box. And then, <sighs> It, it, they were just they were beautiful because they, they would they had an opening flap in the front and the mm-hmm. tape would just sit in there it didn't lock in or anything it's just a little rectangle shape and you would set it in but it was big big graphics mm-hmm. and that seemed to be the idea back in the day right it's like take up the most shelf space get Pretty the much. most eyeballs and then you know <laughs> that was big and then what's another type that, that's pretty popular would you say chad i'd probably say the clamshell the clamshell seems to be picking up a lot of speed I'd yeah. say in the last uh, 10 years or so, you know, for a while, people were ignoring them because they were yeah. like, you know, uh, these take up too much space. And now a lot of people are going towards those because they like the way it looks on the shelf. And they're, well, and they're most associated with Disney, which is what's interesting. Yeah. I think most people yes. think Disney clamshells. Yes. But actually, like I said, in the back of the day, the Warner, the Warner uh, home video, they were all big clamshells, big plastic things, you know, that, yeah, for some reason that became the case for like family entertainment would yes. come at clamshell. Yes. And then, you know, uh, the other thing, like at a rental store, for example, they had what it's usually referred to as a cut box. Yep. Mm-hmm. And these, these are rough. These are sad sometimes because it's a, it's a hard plastic case. That's what I was popping open at the top, you know, mm-hmm. like you would get at most rental stores, but then it had that plastic around the outside. And what they would do is if it was, for example, a big box, they would cut it up oh. to try to make it fit inside. So you're mm-hmm. cutting off graphics, you're cutting off letters, like you're, you're just missing, you know, a, a portion of it. Although some manufacturers would actually send them out 
four rental stores in those with like the right proportions, mm-hmm. which is nice. Like I have a Rambo HBO video copy, you know, and it's really mm-hmm. nice because it's got that or it's not technically, I guess it is. It's Rambo first blood part two. You know, you oh got, my you gosh. Title. <laughs> I <laughs> kid you not. I picked a uh, Rambo first blood part two cut box up at the uh, savers oh, just really? a couple of weeks ago. Sweet. Yes. It's so awesome looking. <laughs> and then the other style is you know the slip case like like we're oh. talking about that's what became the most you know prevalent style that you would find which is literally just a very thin cardboard case and then you know the tape has just enough room to slide inside and slide out doesn't take up that much room on the shelf you know it just makes things a lot more sleek and that's normally what you're you're gonna find in most you know uh areas where vhs are found these days um <laughs> See, so I remember like when I would go to the rental store, no matter what the the case came in, you never took the case home. It was always like in front of like those cut right. box, right. just plain Jane. And they would maybe have like you were talking about something in there to indicate what it was or the label you could read on the top of the you know, the actual VHS tape. <laughs> so when you saw that the cover was all the way back into the back of the shelf you're like oh crap they're all out you know because mm-hmm. there would be copies of you know whatever the most popular movie was at the time and then they're just taking up shelf space and i think that's finally what you know they would shove to the previously viewed rack you yep. know let's get rid of some of these tapes that are we taking did, up shelf we have, space we have too many copies of baby boat please please <laughs> people gotta make room for working to- girl get that in there <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, so that that's my experience. I'm I'm sure back in the day, like when we were first renting the VCR and the the tapes, that they were coming in their actual cases. But most of my rental experiences were we didn't have the actual case to bring home. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was the standard practice for the most part. I think it kind of varied from store to store because you would get you know some stores would have different uh, models of kind of the renting, they would let you take it home. Some stores would ta- let mm-hmm. you take it home. Some stores would actually keep the case itself. Uh, you know, obviously because that's, that's pretty valuable for advertising as well. But I, I feel like it kind of came a little later. There were some stores that, you know, that let me take the case home. And I well, feel and like the I way did... they did that was they had the plastic pinch cases yes so yes, like they, they would you. put the video up inside that he would squeeze it and then it could like slip out but but the case the was still protected yeah yes yes <laughs> hmm. uh, did you have a preference chad like when you started picking up tapes did it matter what kind of case it was in or to you was it more about the film itself uh it it, it sometimes depended on what it was like if it was like so, so with the we were talking about the the cut boxes, uh, in the early uh, I want to say it's the early '90s. WWF actually, when they were with Coliseum Home Video, they started kind kind of toying around with uh, bigger boxes for the tapes. So stores would kind of have to cut those if they wanted to put it in a pinch case or you know a a, a snap case, whatever. So like the. In those cases, I kind of just wanted the tapes, and I kind of worried about the the boxes later. With like certain horror movies or cartoons, I definitely wanted like uncut cases. So like yeah. if I was to find like He Man, Shira, GI Joe, I wanted like the complete uncut box. 
Yeah, because no. I mean, the truth be told, the value in VHS collecting has mm. very little to do what is on the tape in yep. many cases. <laughs> right. It's so much about the box art itself. Oh, that was the selling point of any video on the rental shelf or on a store shelf. If it mm -hmm. looks cool, especially a painted cover, oh. you're just like, oh, gotta have it, gotta see this. <laughs> oh, you know? <laughs> and you know, Adam, you and I actually did a uh, little mini episode on um, Trick or Treat just yeah. last year. And, yeah. oh, yes, a, a great podcast, by the way. Um, not just because I was on it. But anyway, <laughs> there was uh, sometimes when you would go in, you would not just see like painted stuff. You would see like different gimmicky stuff. Like you would see uh, holographic. You would see like um, uh, what a vacuum form stuff. You would see. Mm -hmm. Uh, tapes that like light up uh, the movie. Um, uh, oh, I'm forgetting it, but there's a movie where someone's eyes are lighting up on the cover. Oh, <laughs> I know it? there's what Frankenhooker. She would talk yes! to you. She talks. Actual what voice date. chip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was amazing. Yeah, they, but, they had so many great ways to grab you know the attention. Now, do you, would you say, Chad, is there, I mean, because you've mentioned one genre pretty regularly here so far, but it was there a specific genre for you that you were seeking out? Because again, you can't have it all. I mean, some people right. might want to have it all, but usually you have, you have your focus. So where was your focus yes. in your collecting? So in order to kind of explain, <laughs> explain that. Aerobics videos. Have... <laughs> yes. Thank you. I do. Okay, you guys laugh, but I actually have two uh, aerobics videos I just picked up. They were sponsored by Seven Up and Diet Pepsi because wow. I own the. Uh, and the commercials are the on there, account. so oh, really? I had yeah. So I'll try and post a video of them. Yeah. But um, back in the early to mid uh, 2000s, my friend Ryan and I, we would. Our Saturday nights and our Friday nights would usually consist of video hunting because he was really into videos too, like old out of print stuff. And, you know, this was kind of the period where I was learning more about horror and uh, going back and kind of revisiting a lot of stuff. And this is also kind of the time that the 80s were starting to really, really hit its stride with nostalgia. Um. So for years, he and I would go and I would be searching for like old cartoons and old horror movies and, you know, obviously wrestling. Yeah. And, you know, that, that that's kind of where my focus went. If it wasn't easily accessible and we're talking like the days before uh, YouTube, we're talking before YouTube was ever an idea and. We would spend literally hours going through the racks and we would, you know, thrift stores as well. And I mean, my gosh, I, I remember we he and I both actually had um, dual headed VCR so we could actually copy a lot of these. <laughs> Not really. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> without incriminating myself much further. Um, but yeah, like cartoons, horror, just weird movies that, you know, no one had ever heard of at that point. You know, obviously now everything that I collected is pretty much, I'd say probably uh, 85 to 90% all the stuff that I collected at that time or chased after and that got grays in my hair over uh, are now on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just like, yeah. oh, I went to all this trouble, and <laughs> now here they are. Yeah, well, and like you said, I mean, especially, you know, in the, the VHS collecting community, I mean, horror is number one, yep. for sure. Mm -hmm. And, like, 
The reason being is that horror movies weren't the ones that you were going to be able to get at a store or even through Columbia House. Like maybe A Nightmare on Elm Street, maybe Halloween, maybe, you know, Friday the 13th. But like otherwise, like these really random like Night of the Demons, you know, or, you know, one of Chad's favorites, you know, Prom Night 2, Hello Mary Lou, you know, like all that. You're like, you're just you're not going to find those on a shelf at Target or at, you know, at Kmart or anything. So the only place to get them was a video store. And then after the fact, now to find them, somebody had to have bought them when a video store was liquidating Mm -hmm. and added it to their collection and then finally decided, okay, I'm giving get away to goodwill because i don't want to keep much. these around anymore so you find those you're like oh i can't believe oh. it you know yep. <laughs> but and like the the horror artwork was usually the best artwork whereas yeah. like um christmas vacation for some reason is the first thing that comes to my mind that's going to have the regular poster you know artwork and you know just some some iconic stuff on the back horror movies just went all out you know, and you would get like the bloody scenes on the on the back of the case and you would see kills and you would see, you know, just weird, weird stuff. So, you know, that 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 definitely helped my um, help help me just want to collect as many as I could find. Yeah, I mean, they, they they really, they almost become like trading cards, yes. right? I mean, it's yes. just based on the box art itself. And you're like, oh, I want to have this just to look at it, you know? <laughs> um, but you mentioned the search. Like, really, a lot oh. of times the fun is the hunt, right? Because mm-hmm. you, got, you got your choices. Like, maybe it's a thrift store. Maybe it's a garage sale if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's an old video store still selling tapes or going out of business. You know, if you're desperate because you, I got to have this in my collection. You got eBay. And then in mm-hmm. some cases, it's like trading with people you meet online like chad like when he was liquidating a few of his tapes last year he put them up i'm like i'm getting that elvira mistress of the dark that's right gotta get me a copy of link with elizabeth shoe you know like movies i always wanted to have and he (laughs) had them so i was like i will take those sir thank you (laughs) you know so even bootleg copies of the Mr. Boogity films. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Which, that... again, it's on YouTube now, but I still like having it on VHS, you know? Yes. And you, you know, it's funny you bring that up. I get more enjoyment out of trading than I do buying off people. I feel yeah. like it's, 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 I mean, obviously, when the internet first started, you had tape trading out the wazoo for every genre you know, of, you know, movies, TV, you know, even I keep going back to wrestling, but that had a huge, huge tape trading market. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, even now it just, it, it, it makes me knowing that, you know, I'm getting a nice tape in the mail. Someone else is getting something nice. It's always a fun feeling, you know, it's it, just like, yeah. oh, I can't, you know, I, I loved it. And uh, Chad, when's that copy of tr- uh, trick or treat coming up? Uh, is that available? No, <laughs> I'm just but so let me let me ask this then because I feel like that we I know we have a lot of like collecting stories you know yes. like as 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 we were just so dedicated and continue to be um, so I I'll start off real quick just as we talk about the idea of trading tapes because I have a friend he's a a, a guy who loves writing about the eighties he loves it he writes for a lot of different websites you know Retro Days writes for PopGeeks.net all this stuff a guy named Johnny Caps real good dude and we've been friends 
friends for a long time. So he had a situation where he's like, I have all these VHS tapes that I want, but I don't have a VCR anymore. So could you transfer them for me? And when you transfer them, I'm going to buy you tapes for your collection as payment. So that was the trade we worked out, right? So I ended up with a copy of the Tony Danza film, She's Out of Control. Oh, Amy Dolan's is his daughter, right? Oh my gosh. Random film. Um, and I it was one that I always saw at the video store. It was always on the shelf. She's ripping this picture of Tony Danza on the cover. He looks so worried. So what happened wow. was I got this tape and Johnny loves to go to Chiller. He goes to Chiller, he goes to a lot of conventions. He's just always meeting just all the cult film stars. He loves it. He interviews them later on for articles and things. So what he said was, look, I'm going to Chiller. Uh, would you like to get an autograph? And I was like, yes, yes, I would. And so he's like, here's who, who's going to be there. And he's like, Amy Dolan's is going to be there. I'm like, what? And so, uh, well, no, actually, sorry, my, my apologies. Uh, first, it was he had interviewed Amy Dolan's. Mm-hmm. And so he said, I have I have her address. I'll ask if she'd be willing to sign it. So he literally got her address. I send the tape directly to her. She signs it for me, sends it back, right? So it says, to Adam, love Amy. They're a little hard on there and all this stuff right <laughs> on the cover and then he's going to chiller and uh you have tony danza of all people uh-huh. there signing autographs so then i send the tape with him to that so now i have both amy dolan's and tony oh. dance signatures on this cover just from this like trading relationship you know and so it's and he actually oh. is going again this year and he's gonna get michael beck to yes! autograph some things from the warriors and for yes. me it's from xanadu so <laughs> there's it's going to be so fun to have that done. It's like those relationships you build, they bear fruit. And it's so fun to just like access that and help one another with the things that mean the most to you, you know? Oh, absolutely. That's fun. Um, I do have, uh, now you're talking about sign tapes. Yeah. And um, I, one of my, I only have, I think, one sign tape. Oh. And it's, uh, have you ever heard of the movie Back in Action? Sure, yeah. With uh, Roddy Piper and Billy Blank. <laughs> So, um, Billy Blanks, I, I, well, okay, let me go back in I, I, for some reason I remember in December of 2002, Suncoast had like a big VHS blowout sale. They were like 99 cents. So I picked up a bunch and this was one of those movies because again, you know, I picked up this stuff that I had never heard of, or, you know, maybe wasn't widely as known. And Billy, a couple months after this, Billy Blanks was doing a signing at a health fair and expo in Baltimore, and I had him sign it. And when he looked at it, he was like, oh, my goodness. And, you know, he was just sharing stories with me and my friend and telling us, you know, how how great Roddy Piper was and, you know, how humble and how what a professional he was. And less than a year after that, you know, you, you were talking about Chiller Theater. I went to Chiller Theater and Roddy Piper was there and he got a big chuckle out of the tape. And, you know, he, he we were talking about Billy and essentially it was a mutual admiration society between those two because they had nothing but respect for each other. Wow. And um, I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I can say this without out any doubt. I think I'm the only person in the world that has that tape signed. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't imagine too many other tapes uh, signed by those two are floating around. And if they are, I mean, uh, good for you. But 
You know, <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna take a stab put a at feather the in your cap there. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> and this was during the time that no one ever like getting a VHS signed. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's interesting. Yeah, just like that idea that you have, and I know you're super active in those awesome uh, meet and greet type events and yes. making those moments for yourself. We always love seeing your pictures. So that's oh, all. I, I was like, I had to assume that a VHS tape's going to work its way into there eventually. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I think what's interesting too is a lot of times it has to do just with good fortune, right? It's like yeah. the hunt and it's like, I want to find it in the wild. Cause like we said, you can find them on eBay and there are a few tapes that are like the prestige tapes that I wanted to have on display, you know, that I go to eBay for, cause I'm just not finding them. Uh, by the way, I, if anybody out there has a couple extra copies of arachnophobia, I can't find that ever. <laughs> Are Never. you serious I, on VHS? I, yeah, and I'm sure people are finding it everywhere all the time, and I never run across a copy of Arachnophobia. I don't know why. So, <laughs> if I ever see that when I'm out, it's yours. 100%. Thank you. Mental note uh, taken. Yes. Yes. But for me, like one of the greatest moments of good fortune is, you know, at Goodwill. Depending on where the store is, sometimes they're getting a little smartened up to the VHS mm -hmm. collecting game, right? So they think, nope. you know, they're going to go on eBay. They're going to check prices. Not my so good deal. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't give them any ideas. But I went to a Goodwill and in the glass case, oh, no. I saw one of the most nostalgic boxes from my childhood from the video store, which were the Family Home Entertainment FHE tapes oh. for Transformers. Oh, and so they had like a stack of like four or five of them. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is amazing. But those things got, they're probably selling them for like 25 bucks. I look at it, $5 a tape on the price That's tag. That's not like, bad. Yeah. And I was like, that is pretty sweet. Okay. So like I asked for them to, you know, open up the case. So I grabbed that. There was a GI Joe one from the oh. same manufacturer. And these are the ones that have like comics graphics. Mm -hmm. all yep. over. They're just so yep. beautiful. So I got like, you know, three Transformers tapes. I got a GI Joe tape and then there was the other stack and I go over there and they're all listed for $15. A piece. Yeah. And, and I, and I made the mistake. I almost outed myself because I was like, uh, is there, should I be getting these for five or 15? Cause this, this over here says, should it be five? And they're like, uh, I was like, you know what? Never mind. I'm going to take these up front. Uh, thank you anyway. You know, <laughs> cause I saw them rethinking it, you know? So if it's still like, <laughs> that was a, a fortunate day. And I was like, that's yeah. it, it live for those moments, you know? See my thrift stores around here in Goodwill included, I will see tapes like randomly recorded stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean like blank, tapes that people have taken and recorded whatever uh, really? they and, sell those huh yes they will yep, i'm like there's sure got to be a market for people there is who just want 100%. like yeah. they want like there commercials is. they want like whatever knowing Mad when about when. dracula yep. he'll, he'll, yeah i'll <laughs> let you know yeah that blows my mind <laughs> you know oh. people are hunting down like randomly recorded tapes right. People want that nostalgic, like, the, the watching, you know, I mean, you can watch, I'm going to go back to wrestling again, but you can watch, you know, a, an old WWF pay-per-view on the WWE Network, but if you can have that uh, WWF superstars from Saturday morning with the commercials and, you know, all the old TV spots for your local, um, like, your local grocery store or, like, a McDonald's or something... A lot of people are going to want to do that. 
You know, like a lot of people are going to want to see that old Nintendo ad or like, heck, even like old cartoons. If you're watching an episode of Saved by the Bell and it still has like those NBC bumpers or, you know, commercials for like McDonald's and stuff like that. I mean, that's that, the more, that, you know. Yes, yeah. the more, you know, yes, the more, you know, what was the Cameron? Yeah. Michael the other one? There was another one with a bunch of celebrities. Uh, oh, one to grow on. Well, yep. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Well, and a little tip for anybody that is looking for those types of tapes on eBay, if you're searching, you have to search sold as blank VHS tape because that's how they get around being able to sell it. But like, for example, I have the the thrift stores in my area will not sell them to me. They have some weird thing. They're like, oh, anything could be on that tape and then we're liable. I'm like, what? And I, because like, there have been times like when they have a new person that just puts everything on the shelf and I come with a stack of those tapes. They're like, sorry, we can't sell those to you. And like half the time, I'm like, I'm going to stick these in a slip case for, you know, Home Alone and see if I can get them home. (laughs) That's exactly what I was (laughs) going to say. I've done that before, believe it or not. I'm not proud of it, but I've done it. Yeah, why do you need 12 copies do. of Speed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Titanic, because then you or get two tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Saving progress. And, and yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Now, the but, other yeah. way that I've found is a great way to do it as well is if you just spread the word to all your family and friends and let them know that you collect, the minute they start getting ready to do a garage sale or throw mm-hmm. them out, they will call you and let you know. So that's another great tip for anybody that's like, I'd love to start collecting. It's like, start with the people, you know, just bring exactly. it up all the time. <laughs> you know, I, I know out here, I, I, for the longest time, I had tremendous, tremendous success. And, uh, you know, I, like you said, the, the thrift stores are getting very, very wise and hip to mm-hmm. it. So they're kind of, they're kind of like, they're, they're not, you know, people around here are kind of getting, you know, a little bit more knowledgeable as well. So, you know, they're, they're going to, you know, not as much cool stuff is donated and, you know, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of harder to find those tapes now that, you know, I was finding like 10, 15, 20 years ago. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. It, when the well is dry, it's just like, well, okay. I mean, well, I'll go collect, you know, something else. It's just like, I, I, when all your resources are gone, you're just like, well, I don't want to spend $35 on a copy of Return to Oz. So I'll just yeah. end up buying it on like, you know, a, a VHS or a DVD transferred uh, copy or something like that. Mm-hmm. See, you I know. finally I finally reached the point now where I'm letting tapes go. Mm-hmm. And I, what I mean by that is getting them on digital or Blu-ray or something that I find for $5 at big lots or something. Uh, But there's, there's certain ones that I'll keep just because they're nostalgic. I remember renting Mm -hmm. them as a kid. And if Mm -hmm. I want to watch back to the future, I want to pop it in the VHS player and, and watch it that way, just because that's, that's how I remember watching. I don't remember watching in the theater. I remember being one of the rentals that we got. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. There's just something weird that seeing it all bright and shiny on Blu-ray and 4K and everything they've got today. You know, mm-hmm. I don't There's want no that. history behind it. I don't it. want yeah. that. No. Yes. Yeah. And <sighs> some of the tapes that you had, you know, as a kid, I still have a few left over from childhood and just mm-hmm. my parents passing them on and, and grabbing them. Uh, but there's certain movies where you know you st- 
stopped and rewound the tape at a certain spot. <laughs> and when you get to that, you then you get the weird, you know, wacky stuff on the screen Tracking going issues. on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. there's just something. See, I and that's kind of where I'm at. I, I don't necessarily collect for the covers or or anything like that. But if I see a mm-hmm. movie on VHS that I remember as a kid renting, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to yeah. buy that. I'm going to watch. I'm going to actually watch it. You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, so it, that, it, so that kind of begs the question is ideally back to the future would look better in 4k, I think, but you've got that nostalgic factor. And, you know, like you said, you, you, there's something magical about watching it on VHS that's kind of the point that I've gotten to that, it, it, you know, if it's, it, it, let's say, a copy of Garbage Pail Kids or something, which plug, plug, Adam and I did a, a great sequel quest on. Um, <laughs> if, if that, v, let's say that I love that movie so much, I want to, you know, get a copy of it. If the VHS is going for like 35 and the Blu-ray is on sale on Amazon for like nine bucks, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have yeah. to go with the Blu-ray what point do you kind of give them up and just say, all right, I, I, I'm just going to stick with the Blu-ray. Like, yeah. Well, it's it... hard. Well, the, 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 cause the issue is like, you know, we, like we said also, like a lot of people focus on streaming, right? Like, yeah. like Amazon right now, Amazon prime video has amazing selection for cult 80s movies Mm -hmm. they have the weirdest stuff up there and it's beautiful but the thing is when you stop that subscription you don't have access anymore and when you have the blu-ray like blu-ray is good you know like because you you have you know that that pristine copy but like something about owning like the original version and the and having that physical copy like i just i don't trust streaming media because it can go away and if you read Mm -hmm. the fine print itunes or whoever can take it from you at any time even if you paid money for it you you're like it's an extended rental essentially so so to me i like i love to have it and then have this version is extra special because there's an origin to it you know there's like there's there's something there that's that's extra special but like for example you talked about like how much are you willing to pay like at what point Mm -hmm. are you going to really get into it and so to me like i what am i willing to pay well there are tapes that i have paid you know under a hundred dollars for, but getting close <laughs> to, and that is only because I had a very specific mission this yeah. year. And that was, I love Troop Beverly Hills. I love oh, the wow. Shelley Long movie. It's a special, it's top three all time for me. And mm-hmm. so I still have like the original copy we bought from the warehouse, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I have that. It's still in the original case with all of that. But then I've had like other copies over the years. And I just said, you know what? I want to be, you know, inspired by everybody's great friend and mentor in this field, uh, Sean Robert, who uh, shows us how to do it right with Monster Squad. And today is the 32nd anniversary. So happy birthday, Monster Squad. But I just decided I want to get every copy of Troop Beverly Hills that was ever released, every version. I have, you know, the Laserdisc. I have every VHS clamshell case i have there's multiple variations of the slip case and then i said why don't i start getting foreign releases you know i want to get the one from italy i want to get the one from turkey i want to get so and i've done that now and those tapes get a little more expensive but again it's like the hunt and the process of that and the focus of saying i may be the only one in the world like chad saying earlier like that has this collection of these tapes you know that cares this much but it's it means so much to me and i literally will watch them all even in foreign languages you know? 
because it means that much. So like, no, that's where like I say, yes, it's expensive, but there it literally is like the hobby and a collection and mm-hmm. a museum piece, you know, we're yeah, archiving right. something. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Now I, you know, you were talking about Troop Beverly Hills being your thing. I know that there are certain movies that if they were to be released on Blu-ray, I, I'd probably pick them up. But like, you know, like Jason is saying, yeah, there are certain ones that you want to watch on VHS. My two are the uh, live action My Pet Monster movie and the Fangoria Weekend of Horrors VHS. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. <laughs> Hosted by Robert England, yeah. Hosted by Robert England, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Essentially, it's a giant video uh, scrapbook of, I, th- I want to say it was the 80s. It was either the 86 or the 87 Fangoria convention. And it's, it's just so mind blowing to see it because, you know, you see this tape and, you know, you, you watch how fandom was back then and right down to the terrible, you know, homemade Freddy glove. And you know, there's a guy dressed like stay puffed. And it's very clear. He's like wearing like a, a white trash bag uh, for his, like, you know, his stomach, <laughs> And he's, it's, it's, it's so incredible. And it's something I don't think it would ever be released on Blu-ray, but that's something special that I I cherish. And that's really one of the few VHS that I would just, I like, I, I have a DVD converter and I would, I've, you know, converted digitally, but you know, there's something special about watching it on VHS. You know, there really is. I mean, so I, I, that's 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 certainly uh, two tapes that I just I I would probably consider buying on Blu-ray, but <laughs> there's really only one way to watch those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's almost like you just want to support the fact that it even exists yes. in that format. Please yeah. do it again for the other movies I love. But in the meantime, yes. you know, you're saying like I'm still going to go back to the way I prefer to watch. Yes, it. yeah. it's kind of like the Wizard. Uh, which I don't know if you guys know I'm a big fan of, but on the original uh, Universal Studios VHS at the beginning, you have that um, the little crawl that that's like saying Universal Studios Orlando coming in 1990. And it, you know, I, it's, it's on so many Universal <laughs> Studio tapes. I, I kind of, whenever, you know, I've spent 30 years watching this movie and that's how I've always watched it. So, you know, when the, when the Blu-ray comes out, which by the way, Shout Factory, if you're listening, give me a call. Um, you know, it's going to be kind of weird to go from, you know, the VHS to that Blu-ray, which I'm obviously going to buy like 70 copies of, but you know, like. But seeing me, Lucas's mullet in HD, oh, can you handle it? Oh my gosh, I'm. <laughs> I'm 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 dying of excitement right now. <laughs> You'll be able to see what is in the reflection of that girl's glasses during oh. the competition. What's her yes. name? Uh, Jenny Lewis or uh, no, not Moira. Jenny. Lewis. Oh. Yeah, the girl, the girl yeah. he's playing against. <laughs> yeah. The weird-looking one. Yeah, that just kind of angry when she loses. <laughs> By the way, watching her play those games, honey, you were gonna lose anyway. Just, just, <laughs> oh. See, now, for for me, up until. It was last Christmas that I finally got the original Star Wars trilogy on something else besides VHS. Huh. I oh. had back in uh, uh, college, like 96, 97, whenever the special edition came out, yes. the theaters, they yeah. released 
the three in a special edition pack, and I remember yes. buying that for thirty dollars. I still have it. It's a weird case. It's like two yeah. pieces that's triangular, yeah. and there's the bottom is black and the top is like gold and has the Star Wars logo, and they fit together. Mm-hmm. And had the three tapes in there. And just for the longest time, that was pretty much the only reason why I kept my VCR was to watch those movies. Wow. I, well, that and the the Charlie Brown trilogy, I'll call it. Yes. <laughs> Christmas, you know, Great Pumpkin, Thanksgiving. Those were on VHS too. I still have not converted those to DVD. But it wasn't until last year when the, the Steelbook or Blu-ray or whatever it was, I can't remember now. I think it is the steel book that I have. We're like $5. And I was like, well, okay, I'll finally convert it over. But I'm not going to get rid of the other one. Mm-hmm. It's it just, I don't know. Since I bought it, I remember buying it and how much I bought it for. And it's weird now when I popped in those Blu-rays mm-hmm. that they didn't have that little beginning part of the special edition has in 1977 george lucas (laughs) did this and changed the way we look at movies and it goes into like this little mini documentary about each of the the ones of the original trilogy i missed that i mean oh there's not even in the bonus features on these stupid (laughs) steelbooks so i don't know I, I, I see where you're getting at where you're used to watching it in a certain yes. way. You've yes. got the you, even the previews that that yes. that uh before each movie, you're like, okay, so we get this, we get that uh we get that pirating video with the people yeah. weird kinda <laughs> Uh, in a back alley, you wouldn't yeah, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't steal a car. <laughs> wouldn't steal a car. That was like on every video. This but, is um, not a victimless crime. Yeah, it, I don't know. I like that. Uh, maybe it's because I was cheap too, and I just didn't want to convert. <laughs> but and and just what you were saying about the digital copies and everything too. They they go for so much mm-hmm. uh, more. Sometimes even more than the actual if you're going out to buy like a blu-ray disc so if you're good with it and if you're still you know don't mind the quality that is vhs why convert keep it you know yeah might as well and i gotta say like i i have one more story as we're wrapping up here because what you brought up earlier you know with uh your kfc video and all that like (laughs) the 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 few stores that manage to stay in business right like there are rental stores like i lived in phoenix for many years and literally across the street from my house was a rental store now they had converted all to dvd but just the idea of having a rental store i could go into was exciting and yet there are those people here and there. These are pockets. This was an experience I had I thought was reserved only for uh, Matt and Jay, you know, for the Purple Stuff podcast, being able to get out there and find video stores that still have VHS tapes. But it happened to mm-hmm. be about two years ago. My buddy Jeff, he's like, hey, in my town or just in the town next to my town, there is a video store called Larson Video that still sells VHS <laughs> tapes and they still rent them. And I was like, what? So I drove up. He lives like, you know, four or five hours away. So I had to drive out to his place and we got up and we had this whole retro weekend. We went to garage sales, we went to antique stores. And then he's like, the the final moment was going to this video store. So we walk in and it's everything you wanted it to be. It's got the wood paneling everywhere. 
It's got dusty shelves. You know, it's got you know all the VHS tapes uh, everywhere that you see. They got a whole like discount section. You know, the previously viewed section still, in addition to the ones that were still on the shelf. So I'm going in there. I picked up a few tapes just to start. I was like, oh, Karate Kid Part Three. I'll take that. You know, this weird movie called uh, My Chauffeur with the guy who played Flash Gordon. Like that was random. Uh, but then, so as we're walking around and we're talking to the guy, you know, it's like, yeah, I've been doing this for 35 years. Years. You know, he showed me his old uh, ordering catalogs, you know, oh. like this is when Predator came out. This is when Lost Boys came out, you know, you see what the tapes are going for. But I went to the kids section and I'm walking around there and I'm looking just down, down, down because it was like next to a window. All the tapes were like faded Ninja Turtles and whatever else. And at the very bottom in the corner, covered in cobwebs, was a copy of Rainbow Bright and the Star Stealer. Oh. Wow. And so I was, but it was pristine. It still had the plastic on it, like, you know, the cellophane wrapping. And it looked, it literally had not been rented, had to have been at least for 20 years, 25 years. And so I just picked that up. It was not one that was for sale, you know, but I just picked Mm -hmm. it up and I was like, how much would you let me have this for? He's like, how much are you going to give me? I was like, five bucks. He's like, sold. And so I got this. this <laughs> they may have been rented once ever and shown. And it was, it's so beautiful. And the thing that was extra special is my wife, obviously, I got 800 VHS tapes in our house. She's like, what are you doing? But I bring this one home. She's like, oh, that was one of my favorite movies. That was one of the few movies we had for v- <laughs> our VHS growing up. And so she loved it, showed it to our kids. So it brought the family together finally you know in this hobby paid off (laughs) beautiful beautiful day and the saddest part is though i just literally yesterday my buddy he texted me a picture larson video (laughs) out of business sale they're going out of business in a month i can't believe it they were hanging on it's not gonna last oh my gosh Uh, you know what you know what's funny is i i can share that same exact story because we had one just two years ago in Rochester here and it was called Hyatt's classic video. And I had been kind of told about this place for a long time. And one day I had off of work and I was just like, eh, I'll go try this out. Same thing. Posters everywhere. Even the uh, little rental slip, um, the little window, you know, and this guy had been holding on to the store for 35 years and I'm going through, I'm looking through everything, you know, and I pick up, um, I picked up the Elvira tape that you have. I picked oh, up uh, origin. Okay. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I picked up a few other tapes and all the tapes all the kids' tapes were facing the window of the plaza. So they were all faded to heck and yeah. it was just oh the day before my birthday I found it that found out this was two years ago that it had closed. And I had um I had for too long, I was just like, oh, I should go back there, go back there. The guy and I really hit it off. And, you know, uh, he was willing to sell tapes like for five bucks each, which normally I don't like paying five bucks for a tape. But, you know, I at least knew what I was getting. Um, And then it sadly closed. I will say there are two video rental stores still in Rochester that have VHS and DVD. Beautiful. Yeah. And I bring I, them Christmas presents this year, Chad. Oh, I Let will, them know I will. they're appreciated. <laughs> they'll, they'll money and Christmas presents. And they're, you know, they're owned by like, you know, a mom and pop there. It's usually, you know, Oh, I've had this store for all this time. I own the land and the, the, the space is, you know, actually mine. So, you know, I've never really wanted to give it up. So, 
Uh, Jason, I got to tell you this. This is a future excursion that the Retro Network crew could go on because your Mm. co-host on the Retro Network podcast, Mickey, had we had this conversation last year and he and I were going late into the night making these plans. He had Intel. (laughs) We'll call it Intel because this was an operation. On a video store that he used to rent from uh-huh. that had gone out of business, you know, 10, 15 years ago. <gasps> but reportedly, they just sealed everything up in that store and they never, <sighs> they still owned it and they never did anything with it. So he was like calling everybody in town. He's like, Do you know the guy? Do you know the guy? Okay, how do I find him? Where can he sit? And he was working for weeks just trying to get in there because he's like, I know they got the old WWF wrestling oh. tapes. I know they got these horror movies, all this stuff. And so we were just like licking our lips. We're getting all excited. Mm-hmm. I'm checking it with. Them. I was like, what, what'd you find out? What'd you find out? And then it just like petered out. He just couldn't get them to agree to meet with him. He was going to oh. take out a loan to buy up the stock, you know, oh, just, my gosh. So, so you got to ask him <laughs> oh. about this on the show. Okay. And, uh, maybe we, we can uh, get that reignited. We'll find a way. We'll do some Kickstarter oh, retro yes. networks. I'll get together and uh, go out <laughs> to this, <laughs> have a party and find your favorite. Favorite yeah. VHS tapes, you know. Now that would be a weekend. You, we need to yeah. uh, hit that store. I need to go back to my hometown and break into that Pizza Hut that's oh, sitting yeah. there. Yeah. And then, yeah, we'll Grab find something else. Cups. Yeah, we'll find like a like a, an abandoned Ames or Hills or something, and we'll just make a weekend of. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> retro experience. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's great. Well, I was well, going to say, maybe you go out, Jason. The one thing I was going to yeah. ask is, like, you know, Chad, I know you're not collecting as heavily now, but if you had to, like, say, like, these, you know, this is something like a holy grail or something you're still looking for, what would it be? Okay. This this is the most random, and I've kind of given up on it because it is so specific, and I'm sure it's in a dumpster or landfill or it's been burned. <laughs> um, well, okay, there's two technically one of them is, you know, they're both from that Vidmark video that I kind of talked about earlier. One of them is Survivor Series 1990, the WWF tape. But I'd wanted to have, like, that Vidmark video label because I rented that so many times as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I'd give anything to have that. Um, but the other one was when I, whenever uh, there was a time at Vidmark video and, you know, we kind of briefly mentioned it. When Mary Lou Prom Night 2 came out, um, they, they had put the poster up, and it, it was on the main wall of the video store, and I just remember going in there and staring at it because this poster was just so in your face. It had Mary Lou, you know, burning in a, um, in a locker, and I could just, every time we went in there while it was up, I couldn't take my eyes off it. So for me, I would just want those tapes that were there at Vidmark video. I've, I've had both before, but hell, even hell, even if I could just have a uh, Vidmark video label and just slap it on these tapes, I, I don't know, <laughs> but those would kind of be my, uh, just to find a tape from Vidmark video in Bowie, Maryland. If anybody ever finds one and just, I, I, I don't even care what tape it would be as long as it has that label. It pretty much, yeah. Those those would kind of be it for me, you know. Ah, that's beautiful. Yeah, getting back to the original. Yeah, Just, Jason, I know you're not much of a collector, but is there one in particular that's a special nostalgia tape for you that what you never owned, um, rented often? 
I know. Well, and you guys know the market better than I do, but uh, the movie Rad that was just oh, yeah. that was never released to like DVD or Blu-ray or anything, right? Nope, not officially. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, finding a copy of that would be like a holy grail, right? I have I would... very bad news. I I do the McDonald sale out here in Rochester. It's like uh-huh. a charity. I found one for twenty five cents. Wow. Really? Like thirty bucks. Just a former <laughs> rental wow. copy? Nope, nope, not even a rental copy. Wow. No kidding. I wish awesome. I would have known that you wanted that. I would have gladly just Well, I, I, again, it's see, I I'm not like uh, actively seeking any out. Right. I'm not going to go out to eBay or, or any place like that. I just love going to thrift stores yeah. and seeing what what's new, what's just kind of catches my eye. Yeah. Um, so, you know, finding something like that would just really get me pumped up. Like last year we were home, we were at a Goodwill and I found a copy of, it was a, like a two episode tape of Dino Saucers oh, of all things. Wow. And I'm not a huge collector. So I like taking pictures of, uh, just the covers or something. Hey, look what I found, you know, yeah. people are like, why did you pick it up? Well, that's why <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really a collector enough. I, I, what about like the like pre special edition Star Wars tapes? Are those like easy? They're, to find? they're still pretty covered. The CBS Fox yeah. copies. I have I have them here. I uh-huh. you know you find, you find those pretty regularly. That that was a pretty popular. I think even with like the subscription services mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that, you should be able I to pick those that, up. That would be something like like I said, I got the 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 trilogy, the special edition in the later nineties. And I haven't watched like the original version of Star Wars in forever, so right. it's I don't know I, that would be something I would probably like to have or find out in the wild. Just those three from back in the day, their original versions. You know, I actually st- I haven't watched them in years, but I have the uh, the like the letterbox. It, mm-hmm. it, it's like the three movies, and it came with a. Um, like the making of Star Wars video, and it uh-huh. also it, it it came in this weird box with a hologram on it, and it also came with like a book about George Lucas, and I I, I actually don't plan on buying any Star Wars Blu-rays because these are just really all I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, honestly, it's all you know. It's it's like you said with Back to the Future, and you know we were talking about other tapes. It's really all how you look at it and you know your personal preference and how you want to view these and for me i if i never buy star wars on blu-ray i'm fine with that because i have these and yeah you know they they mean something to me i feel the same way about weekend at bernie's i'll (laughs) I'll never buy that on dvd blu-ray whatever it's always going to be my vhs tape that i pop in to watch weekend at bernie's now is it a vhs (laughs) tape recorded off like hbo some week no no it's just okay yeah, just a regular <laughs> copy. I do have it. I, like I said, there's some out there in in the garage that have not probably been watched since the early '90s that I mm-hmm. recorded off TV. That I I really need to go through and just see what I have. But um, yeah, that that was one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's just random ones that I was like, yeah, I got. I just got to keep my VCR and and plug it in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything else to add, you guys, before we want to go ahead and get out of here? No, I think I think we covered it, man. man. This is a great conversation. Good, this yeah, great memories. <laughs> Gosh, I I, I kind of want to go to the thrift store now. <laughs> Do it. Do it. It's nice therapy too. Oh. 
I'm motivated. Yeah, you got me motivated. So I, I do have one thing to say, and it's directly to Shout Factory, which uh, I, I do have a good relationship with the people at Shout Factory, so I don't know how they'll take this, but please release Rad and Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2 already. Okay. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> You're on record. Oh, That's, I've been uh, on record for like years of saying that. No one ever wants to listen, so yep. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like you do to me. That's at Horror Movie Barbecue on Twitter. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but guys, man, this was fun. I, I just love, like I said, just kind of sitting back and listening to you guys go back and forth because when you get heavy into collecting, not just VHS, but anything, you just get so passionate about it. You can hear it in your voices as you're trading stories and <laughs> you're, you're trading stories about trading. That yeah. was uh, That was really fun to... To, to listen to so yeah, and the last thing i'll just mention if anybody is looking just to understand how you know you think 800 is crazy there are oh. some great documentaries i have both of them on dvd because they were not released on vhs <laughs> but they, <laughs> one of them was shot on a camcorder which is awesome was that please be kind Oh, well, yeah, there's one that's called Rewind This. Yes, yeah, thank you. Yeah, which is like the full like history of VHS and beta, just home media and all that. But also, Adjust Your Tracking is called The Untold oh. Story of the VHS Collector. That's where you will see people who have literally created a video store in their basement or they have like just shelves just their whole house is vhs tapes a lot of people you've heard of you know they're probably if you're in the in the market Mm -hmm. for uh learning more about it but they're just highly entertaining and i I watch them over and over again just to you know (laughs) not aspirational i wouldn't say i don't think i'm gonna take it that far but You don't want to pay $700 for Tales from the Quadet Zone? (laughs) And then, okay, I'm going to make this quick. Guys, there's a scene where some guy is like, oh, yeah, I paid $700 for this. What is this, guys? And I'm just like, you could have gotten it on on DVD for like 30. Come on, man. Come on. Isn't there a a documentary where a bunch of guys are going out just trying to collect every single copy of Jerry Maguire or I, something. I, yeah. I think that that was pitched. Was yeah. it ever produced? I, don't I know, know it was being, I think it was being pitched that they were going to do the documentary. I don't know if it they're, was ever they're really featured okay. in, in that documentary though, yes. the gesture okay. tracking. So you okay. see like their collection. Yeah. Their yeah. boxes and boxes of Jerry uh, Maguire. I've seen a couple of those documentaries, Adam, and they're, they are pretty great. Uh-huh. And uh, the, the people that are on there, too, I, I could just uh, listen to them all day. I got but... asked to be on one of those, by the way. Oh, yeah? Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but he's putting his name out there, folks. No. Yeah. Uh, that's for uh, The Wizard, by the way. Yeah. Shout Factory, call me <laughs> yeah. again. Fred Savage. Are... Yeah, Fred Savage, actor. <laughs> Chad Act Young person. fan. <laughs> Next scene, yeah, yeah. Oh god. And Jenny Lewis, call me. I love Troop Beverly Hills. Well, it all oh, comes gosh, back yes. to the wizard. <laughs> yes. We'll both get on that commentary. Yes. All right, guys. Well, it was a pleasure. This was really fun in our first episode here of TRN Talk, just talking uh, VHS memories and, and collecting and everything. So. Appreciate you guys inviting me along for the ride. (laughs) All right. Well, for Chad and for Adam, this is Jason. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will talk to you next time.